You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome, my friends, to the catacombs. Whoa, welcome back. Look at that. I've been down here by myself for a long time. <laughs> oh, by the way, there was a virus. <laughs> yeah, right. And there was a shelter in place, and we just figured you were already sheltered in place, so we didn't tell you. No, yeah, that's fine. I've been down here. <laughs> it's fine. Me and Fred. <laughs> Fred. Give me an axe. No, no, give me a chainsaw. I'm going to slice them into tiny pieces. Well, it is a lovely day for it. <laughs> You don't see him, Fred? No. Fred's right there? I don't see Fred. Is yeah. that teddy bear over there that kind of moves? Just remember that terrible movie, Right Said Fred? Right, uh, yeah, Right Said Fred, yeah. yeah. Phoebe Cates? Phoebe Cates. Yeah, Phoebe Cates. I used to think she was hot. Now I'm just like... Well, I mean, yeah. lady's age. I mean, she's hot in Fast Times. You know how cute I always thought you were. No, I don't, no, I'm talking about like like going back. Like, oh, going you know, back, you're like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not body shaming. I'm just, now <laughs> I'm saying like, I look at her now and I'm like, I didn't say you were body shaming her. Just like, we are taste changing. I'm age shaming her. Well, I'm well, not age shaming her. Maybe it's like, maybe, maybe it's just because her taste changed because, you know, when you first saw her in Fast Times, you had a limited. Nah, she just didn't do anything for me in Fast Times. Okay. I've officially decided the girl who I've had the most crushes on, there's two, I'm going to say that, but the primary one is Jennifer Connelly. Okay. I watched The Rocketeer recently. Uh-huh. I'm madly in love with her again. <laughs> and then I watched Opportunity Knox, which is the most sexual thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Next remember. door porno. She rides a horse. That's all that matters. <laughs> all, all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, You've never seen that? No, I've never seen Opportunity Knox. Damn it! That's going on the show, but it's not a terrible movie in oh, the same way okay. of a terrible movie. It's a, it's not horror, it's not sci-fi. Right. It's just a really hot chick stuck in a store with a dork, like a dream come true. Oh, nice! I'm your Native American pop culture guy, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-hosts. Co-hosts. What's up, Drew? I'm good. You good? Yeah. It's the first time we've done this since the COVID. Yes, this is the first COVID one. The, yeah, so we, uh, Governor Meemaw has decided that we can meet people again, so we're being safe here in the catacombs. Yes. So. Where yeah, it's well, quiet. Well, it's mostly quiet. <laughs> you might hear some shoveling. That's, you might hear some shoveling. Or, that's the bodies. But there's some construction going by next door and the next office over, so that's yeah. that's going to be fine. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you picked us a great movie. Wait a second. Do not throw me under the bus. <laughs> this is a delightful film. It's a movie you had never seen. It's true. Did you even know of this movie? Yeah, I knew about it. I never okay. watched it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm pulling out the gems. You said this and was I, the catacombs. I, 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 I said you picked out a lovely movie. <laughs> I know, but I know that's code for <laughs> I effing hate you, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's way better than Nemesis. Yeah, right. It, it is. I, I'll put it this way. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. However, I like tea. Yeah, yeah. So this particular flavor wasn't. It's sci-fi. Yeah, it's 90s sci-fi. I mean, it's got there's there's some interesting things in it. So we we watched the 1996 slash 1995 version of Screamers. We'll talk yeah. about why that's mixed up. I officially I count as 96 because that's where it was released in the United States. Um, it's a Canadian U.S. film. Uh, we're gonna listen to the trailer now. What are they? Call it a screamer. The blades of the ground kill. Where did they come from? Once it gets inside, that's when the killing starts. Now, we got a new kind of screamer. They're smarter now. The last scream you hear will be your own. Screamers. Rated R. At theaters January 26th. Peter Weller. <laughs> What I can only describe this movie is, hey, we want to kill children, 
but we're not sure Dude, how to it's do this. Awful! It's brutal. There's children dying everywhere in this movie. <laughs> they kill so on many. screen and on camera deaths. Oh, so many babies yeah. get killed. They yeah. kill. That, well, well, it's just the one, but a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, so. Do you think sometimes that was an actual human? Uh, I mean, an actual child, and sometimes not never killed, but like it was a kid. And, and then sometimes, do you think it was like a little person? Uh, I think they're mostly children. That's crazy. They're mostly children and they're with really bad masks for the long shots. Yeah, I loved it. So um, let's dive into this thing. Screamers came out in 1996. Uh, it, it officially debuted in Canada in 95. We didn't get it until January. That's why the, the uh, disparity. Did you uh, have theatrical? Yeah, yeah, they did both theatricals. Wow. Um, there was a direct-to-video uh, sequel that happened 14 years later. <laughs> Screamers 2, the new batch? Yes. <laughs> It's like the quickening or the cuttening or the, <laughs> the, the that almost caused a spit take. <laughs> the screamers too. The, qu- the quickening. That's why you keep me around. All right. So directed by okay, I I, you know I try to do research for this show. Sure. And I do pretty good research. You have very copious notes. And I try to get it, and I'm not saying that people's work is is not relevant. They're just a lot of non-relevant things. Facts. <laughs> and those people, these works, most of them are Canadian and most of them are French-Canadian TV shows. So I didn't get to do as big as a deep dive because I know our audience. I don't I don't think we're very big in Quebec. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so no offense to Quebec. <laughs> so directed by Christian uh, Duguay, who claimed to fame is Scanners 2, Scanners 3, and the uh, Wesley Snipes, Michael Bean, Jim, The Art of War. Ooh, I like that movie. I like The Art of War, too. Yeah. Um, he started out as a TV news reporter who ended up doing... Uh, <laughs> this is the weirdest yeah, success story Yeah, he started as a ever. TV news reporter in Canada, uh, got to the point where he was shooting and editing his own pieces, and from there he built a film career. Wow. Yeah. I come over and talk to this guy. Yeah. Is he dead? No, no, he's around. He's oh, around. good. He's, he's still making things. A lot of, a lot of French... Canadian TV shows is what he's making. Great. So. Written by the late, great Dan O'Bannon. Yep. Uh, if we're familiar with Dan O'Bannon, he basically created Alien. He wrote Alien. Uh, he wrote and directed Return of the Living Dead. Um, this is his second uh, Philip K. Dick story. Do you know what his first was? I do not. Total Recall. Oh. He did the did, did Total Recall. Uh, he wrote this first. It took all, It took longer to make. Mainly, and he also did Blade Runner. He wrote Blade Runner. Um, the 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 Blade Runner, while it's you know held in high regard and high esteem and everything, wasn't a box office success. Right. And so that's a cult classic. Right. right. Yeah. And so it it killed Philip K. Dick film for a while. Right. Like they were like, we're not going to make any more Philip K. Dick movies, and then not until the success of Total Recall led to them making Screamers, which also turned off Philip K. Dick for a while until we get like a Minority Report and then uh, Scanner Darkly later. Yep. Uh, as I mentioned, it was also it was based on material by Philip K. Dick, the great science fiction writer who... this it's based short, on like a short or yeah, something. Yeah, the short, like. uh, this is called Second Variety and we'll talk a little bit about that too. But you know, of course, he's famous for Blade Runner, Total Recall, The Adjustment Bureau, Minority Report, and if you want God to Amazon Prime, you can watch Man in High Castle. Sadly, he died in 1981. Uh, cinematographer is Rodney Gibbons, whose claim to fame is the Amityville Curse, Scanners 2, and the Paperboy from 1994. And then I I went to a deep dive of all the other people who worked on this film, and it was just like there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing. And I no offense, again, not again. I work is working. I we no, were no, it's not seeing on anybody's career. It's just, just nothing like, of interest. Of, it, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Sorry, nobody worked on Star Wars or <laughs> right. There's not there's not that little game where we can cross <laughs> them over. Right, and play, right, there's, sure. there's, it's just not a lot. To I, it. I I remember watching this and being like, oh, there's no nothing really. Film stars Peter Peter Weller. You may know Peter Weller from. Um, first of all, Oscar nominated Peter Weller. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oscar uh, nominated in nineteen or I think nineteen ninety nine for a short film. Did not win. Um, he produced a short film. Wow. Yep. Naked Lunch, The Adventures of Bucker Bonsai, Star Trek in the Darkness. He's been on a lot of TV recently. Log uh, Longmire, The Last Ship. He was in Star Trek Enterprise for a couple episodes, and on Sons of Anarchy. But of course, we all know him as RoboCop. RoboCop, who he's been distancing himself from that for a while. I like don't blame it, him. I can, why? It's such a good movie. I like Paul Verhoeven. I just don't blame him of like 
RoboCop is not necessarily like the career building role you want to have. I don't know. You go from being able to act to just doing. <laughs> just doing the I can't remember the now that all the lines but, just, but Robocop got any more work definitely but so I, I would I, and it, it's not like Robocop's a bad yeah, but he it's doesn't want to just Hollywood likes to typecast no 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 I'm talking about now I mean this oh, yeah. is sure 30, I'd ride the 30, I'd ride the 30 years after Robocop I'd ride the right now yeah, right that's I'm saying now he makes dead. some money Peter Weller yeah he does shows and stuff and for I understand he doesn't he doesn't like signing or tries not to sign Robocop stuff I'm curious about well, like no. did, was it that bad I'm gonna take him screamer stuff I would too uh so it also stars uh, Robert Dupree as Becker, who did a bunch of, bunch of French-Canadian stuff. He's an interesting little guy. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Rubin as Jessica Hansen. Uh, she's most famously uh, uh, Taryn in Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Yep. She's the one who's uh, badass and the drug addict. Um, she's uh, also in Crush, the, the, the Crush from 93. Uh, and then she's the girl in the Chris Isaac video, Somebody's Crying. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will post in the show notes. Uh, Andrew Laura as Jefferson. He's uh, after this, he had a really big stint in Carolina in the City on, on um, NBC. Yeah, he's a comedy actor, which right. I always thought was really weird. He plays. He's, he's he's actually my favorite part of the whole movie. He's really good. He's, he's good. really he's good. good, good little role. He's good. Good. I mean, he really. He's been on CSI, Kern Wands. He's a he's a definition of a good working actor. He's a, he got a lot of credits, but he's always been like the the guest he's star. He's consistent. He's though. very consistent. He's yeah. been working since then. So that's who we got. So. Are you ready to get into this? Let's do it. The beginning of this gives us like this narration. And if, if I can find it, I will play some of it. But in the year 2078. So just a few 56 years away. The planet Sirius true. 6B. And I wonder if that's named after the professor. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Snape 6B. Uh, once a thriving mining hub has been reduced to a toxic wasteland by war between the mining company known as the New Economic uh, Block, we'll call NABs or NEBs, and the Alliance, because these movies have to have some sort of alliance. Thank you, Star Wars. <laughs> and, and AKA the Browncoats. Yeah, they are so Browncoats. A group of former mining and, uh, mining and scientist personnel, so miners and scientists got together, which doesn't sound like West Virginia at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it was like mining and preachers i think that would be better jesus says there are rocks down here we can mine we're going after that get him get him uh after miners discovered that their uh, extractions of uh, or released toxic gases they went on strike and the mining company hired mercenaries as strike uh, breakers five years into the war yeah that turned into a war yep alliance scientists uh created and deployed auto- autonomous mobile swords ams's uh, artificially intelligent and self-replicating uh, machines that hunt down and kill Neb soldiers on their own. They are nicknamed Screamers. <laughs> the title of the movie. Because of a high-pitched noise they make as they attack. Screamers track targets by their heartbeats. So Alliance soldiers wear tabs which broadcast a signal canceling out the wearer's heartbeat and rendering them invisible to the machines. A fragile stalemate is in the in effect between the two uh, exhausted, poorly supplied, and undermanned armies. So basically, you have a cold war going on. The Alliance recovers a message from a dead Neb soldier, killed by screamers as he approaches the Alliance compound. Guaranteed safe passage through Neb territory. To discuss such truce. When Alliance commanding officer Joe Hendrickson, played by Peter Weller, reports this development to his Earth based superiors, uh, his Earth based superiors, did you recognize him, mm. the hologram guy? That's uh, that's General Riken from Hoth. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yeah, so General Riken is, is RoboCop's commander in this. It all comes together. <laughs> yeah, there's our Star Wars tie-in. <laughs> right. Um, he's told by the P- that peace negotiations are underway on Earth, but Private Ace Jefferson, newly arrived on Earth, and by newly arrived, they he crash, whole unit crashes lands, and everyone, he's the only survivor, and they're, they've got like nukes and arms and all this kind of crazy yeah, stuff, and he's yeah. like, no, nah, dude, the war's still going on. What you found out was false. Yeah. And so um, Hendrickson is not surprised And uh, he's long surprised that both sides have been Simply written off Sirius 6B And abandoned their armies So we'll start the stop. We'll start there And we'll go back to it There's a lot to unpack in this little war here uh, Yeah see the premise of the movie Is fantastic Yeah, It's, I, 
It's it's Cold War in the States, mm-hmm. just spread out with the mining and the alliance, whatever they're angry about. I don't even remember if they even tell us why. And they're angry because the, the, the whole thing is they were mining, this toxic gas was killing people, and they're oh, like, was, they yeah. were like, hey, let's not... Let's figure this out. Let's stop mining because you're killing people. Yeah. And and the the new uh, the nebs were like, no, we got to make that money. Yeah. And so and they have the crazy uh, uh, radiation cigarettes. Right. They got the crazy radiation cigarettes. You have to smoke these, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So like like Jefferson makes that joke. He's like, I got to smoke this junk to kill the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. See, it's a weird nuance. I don't know why. I just like it. I like the fact that I, that always stood out with me. Is they something. only did like once though. They, yeah. Like you don't see them. I don't know why, but it was like the memory I have of Screamers is is that and um, can I come with you? Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Doctor Who? No. There's an episode of Doctor Who where in the first season um, with uh, Chris Rackleson when they relaunched the reboot, there's there's an episode where they're back in 1940 or 1930s, um, Berlin, uh, not Berlin, but um, London, during the Blitzkrieg bombings and stuff. And um, they, they run into these children who are like, are you my mommy? <laughs> oh. And it's it's very similar. It's yeah. very, very, and like if you touch them, you become one of these creatures and then you go look for your money to-, to Oh, interesting. It's, it's horrifying but it reminded me of that um we first see the screamer when this uh neb officer comes to yeah he's carrying the the note yep and then we see the the it's kind of gr- horrific watching this guy literally just get his limbs cut off yeah he's like super dismembered <laughs> he's, in, in pieces and like and, and it's pretty graphic for 95 96 i mean yeah it's, it's like when they started pushing the boundaries of that you know, you know two years ago i don't think we would have seen as much see the guy's arm go and then when like they go back to to get the the message they pick up the guy's arm and that, that yeah. stuff i don't think we'd have seen two years earlier right um you know we find out that um the commander hendrickson is a he's a lover of culture you know when we first meet him he's listening to don giovanni yep which is interesting. He's looking at an ancient Roman coin. He's got this whole thing about him. He's he's, he's that. He reminds me of that 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 classic Roman general who's on the front lines of like Britannia. Right. And literally, I think I think he's right. I think he has been forgotten. I think their whole the whole thing is like, oh yeah, that war was still going on in Series Six B, right. and peace is happening everywhere. Or whatever. They've just skipped to the next planet to. And that's we find out what's happened when Jefferson's group Clark crash lands. That's what's happened. It's like, oh, they found more stuff on this other planet. We've gone to go kick that planet's ass. Yes. And so, right. <laughs> and so it's just looped over. You're just forgotten. And so Hendrickson has decided that he's going to go take up this peace offer because if he's got to live, because he doesn't think he's going back now. I think he's like, this is home now. Right. And if we're going to, we need to make this home. I mean, it was his home. I mean, he was there, but when it, this all went down. Right. So let's get back. To, let's have peace. And so he takes Jefferson and they go across um, the plains or whatever. I Look, I, the, the adventure story of them going through that is fantastic to me. I... Uh, I, I like I like it's very it's very it's almost a very post-apocalyptic drama I like one third to one half of this movie yeah I like I like it gets bad shit in the end yeah the last half to me it starts because you know along the, along the speeding this up a little bit but on, on the way they meet a little boy who's an orphan right and they try to leave the orphan behind but you can't leave the orphan behind so they take the orphan with him with them and they go across um the planes and when they get to the the neb bunker the nebs just shoot that boy <laughs> right just straight up and you find out that he's a screamer he's a robot right. and uh apparently it's it's a whole series of them that's been attacking the, the they've seen them before they're like why'd you send them and like we don't we haven't sent them and what's happened is because there's a there's a factory hidden under the earth under this planet where it's just automated so the screamers are just evolving evolving right and so with this mission to kill but it's weird that it's like they're programmed not the defined heartbeats so it gives kill make everyone's a target well, the initial one so i think the the i don't remember what the little boy is, is he a two three what, he's, a he's three, three. Yeah, what was a two they never show us a two they, no they show us two at the end it's her yeah hers a two that's weird yeah because like the little boy seems way more primitive. So, so the way I understand it is the ones are the animal ones that we see. Yeah, the rats. The twos are the adult humans. Oh. So her, the wounded soldier ones, all those are twos. Got it. And then they made threes who are more adorable. 
Right. Because you wouldn't trust another soldier. Right. But you'll trust a child. Trust and a so, child. Right. And so you. Because the idea is extermination of right. all living things. And so in story, in, in story mode, you skip two because you want to calm the audience down that those things don't exist. Right. And so we never see that uh, evolution and no one talks about it because, spoiler alert, everyone is a robot except Jefferson and. Um, Hendrickson. Everyone else is robots. Well, after the fact. No, no. Like, like when on their mission, when they meet the other nebs, every one of those nebs are robots. I'm oh con- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm convinced. I think. Yeah. You know, we meet even the guy that, that gets yeah, Squirrely Dan. Yeah, Squirly we met Squirrely Dan is yeah. totally a robot because, you know, so we meet three other guys. Uh, you know, ter- the the lady Jessica, and her two like flunky guys that are working with her. So Jessica's right. like a black markets person. And she's got two soldiers working for her, ones who's really wound up tight. But the thing about him is he keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. Which is a telltale is a, sign. The telltale sign. And then when they tell you it's a telltale sign. Right. And then they stab him. Yeah. And, and then nothing like, happens. They're, right. There's blood. And yeah. they're like, they're showing you blood. And at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, yeah, we bleed. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, of course that guy's a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So Good, fair, fair point. I'm convinced that they were all robots. So only Jefferson and and only Peter Weller. I think yeah, it, yeah yeah. Once they leave the base, and I think the base is full of human beings, and yeah. then when they're taken over, and then they're taken they're over. Taken over. So by the end of the movie, there's just the two, and then Jefferson gets killed as well, leaving P- Peter Weller by himself. Yeah. So I did find it a little bit tense and a little bit creepy when they're and very reminiscent of Alien when they're they meet with her and they go try and find this outgoing signal system or whatever right. it is to call the truce, and they have to patch everything in and they start figuring out all this. And this is when it starts to get off the rails a little bit for me. It's like right after, because I love that sequence. I thought it was terrifying when they're inside the, right right when they basically knife yeah. the guy. And you get through that. When they now have to quest back to the other base, that's when everything starts to fall apart. So they've sent this transmission, and now they've got to walk across the desert with, with the horse with no name. Right. Back to... I don't even know which one is which. It, it, he's Alliance, yeah, right? Yeah, they're going back to the Alliance They're going back to the Alliance base. That's when things start to get a little crazy because that's when, when, you know, he, all the children start to appear right. and it just turns into, let's see how many kill kids we can blow up in one scene. It falls apart to me when it becomes the thing. Yeah. And like in in the net, yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. after they get out of that is when you and start the, realizing well, there's when, humans. When they, I think the thing starts happening. After they arrive at the Neb base, yeah. After we realize that David is a is a screamer, and now anything can be, especially after it's confirmed that there's a third, you know, there's a missing screamer. We don't know what it is. Yeah. We certainly start, you know, as an audience, start going, okay, which one of these are screamers? Right. When it turns out, find they're all screamers. Right. And so, uh, that's where it gets just like I get less interested. Yeah. I I was really I liked, I liked the world building it was doing, and then. But it was doing world building without even like direct like I don't think they were thinking that they were getting a sequel or doing anything. They were just world building, and it's world building without purpose. Yeah. But it's interesting, and then they kind of go, "Oh yeah, we have to put a story." Well, in that's probably the Philip K. Dick part right. is the world build, yeah, and, and then everything else and, is just the. And besides the location change and a couple other minor changes, it's pretty faithful to to um, the the story because they were really they they kept the book around and were trying to the you know the script Daniel Band's script was abandoned during the production. Oh, uh, and so they brought in another writer who's uncredited, and Peter Weller did some work on it. Plus, the director did some work on it. To, oh, to, to, so, interesting. So yeah, so there's there's some there's some because it does feel a little bit disjointed at parts. Well, well, here so the original story. Um, I gotta pull it back up because I just I do not remember what it's called right at the moment. Um, second variety is this. Yeah. So it's a it was a story written in the '60s, and it's about. Um, the Cold War, the United States, and, and um, the Soviets, and they've destroyed the planet to the point where the remaining human beings are living on on the moon. Oh, interesting! And so they've made replicant robots, and they're trying to find the rep- the replicant robots because uh, um, Russia's made uh, replicant robots, and that's going to cause some trouble if the replicant gets to the moon. It's going to cause some so the right. So he H- Henderson goes to investigate and look for this replicant robot, and he meets Jessica. It was called um, something else, Tessa, something like that, and she convinces him that it's she. She knows it's this robot guy named um, um, it's not Vlad. It's Russian, super super Russian Boris or whatever. Yeah, and they're looking for the Boris, and uh, same situation is that they you know they don't find the Boris. There's the ship. There's one ship to go back to the moon. Oh, interesting. And he sends her, only to find out that she's the replicant. Right, and she's going to kill all the humans on the, right. on the moon. So the plan right. works, and the Philip you know, Dick and ends bleak. Yeah, <laughs> he's the Hans Christian Andersen of like yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's never happy. And so, uh, 
so we get a similar story where you know he's going to go back to Earth and you know he's going to send her and she turns out to be a robot, which was not a surprise. None, like any robot reveal was not a surprise to me in this movie. <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like the moment I saw first saw David, I was like, oh that that doesn't make a lot of sense. Robot. Yeah. And then that's when I started realizing that they evolved. Yeah. Um, and so, well, there's a scene before when they're attacked by the reptile ones, and they're like, yeah. Oh, we don't know what made those. I'm like, oh, they're evolving. And then we see David real quick later. Like, oh, straight up. Yeah. That dude's a robot. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, so, so where it really gets bizarre to me is that she, did she, so, so towards the end, right, we reveal the spaceship and they're going to get off planet. Jefferson's dead. All this dumb shit has happened. And he's had this way off planet forever. Right. 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 So he, he, gets with her and then it's revealed that there's another her and so that's the replicant reveal on her or whatever this other version and but she's in love with him right I don't get that so here's the thing <laughs> I couldn't grab that idea I was like so first of, yeah you totally got right, me off here alright so they, what'd you love saying it? like a like a, a bizarre one it's know, almost it's it's creepy to watch in today's culture but, a little but bit but again I'm like well it literally she's the one of two women that we've seen on the whole movie right. there's one who's the communication officer and if I'm right. a superior officer I can't date her right here's a chick I can date yeah and he's probably not had a chick in a while yeah so this is a moment for him to be like, "Hey, baby," and you're yeah. Not- but it's the fact that like they wrote a female character to be so subservient to like he's like, "Hello, I'm Peter Weller." She's like, "Panties," right? Also, it was very nineties. Dan O'Banner wrote in 1981. Yeah, fair enough. So it's there, there, there's different evolutions, but I think between the two female screamers, haha, <laughs> and. Um, that was. I'll make you scream. <laughs> right. Ah. Um, the one that's in love with him is a different evolution than the one that comes in and tries to kill him at the end. Yeah. Because that one evolves to love. Yeah. The 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 one who's trying to murder isn't. Right. And that's why he says when he's leaving the planet, well, you two have to live, learn to live together, or kill each other, whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, here's some. So that's what the screamers are going to do. They're going to form two factions and have, keep this war going on. Right. And he's going to escape, and he does. And but there's a teddy bear because Jefferson kept the teddy bear from David. And so he, so Peter Weber took it to remind Robert Jefferson, and turns out, oh, that's a robot going to kill us all too. It's a cra- that's a screamer. So it's yeah, there. which makes no sense. What I just so it wasn't the original ending. Yeah. Oh. The original ending that they wanted to do was that Peter Weller leaves the planet and he looks back and it's Earth and it's, it's the whole planet they saying he's been on Earth the whole time. He was oh snap! Right, but. No one felt what a much better ending, right, right? But there was there they didn't they didn't go for that one, and so they ended up they they wanted something that because that doesn't live away. You know, how studios are this doesn't yeah. give us a sequel. Yeah, if this does well, we want a sequel. So yeah. so it doesn't get a sequel. So crazy. Yeah, I had no clue of that. Yeah, so you know, again, I like one third of this film a lot. Like the, I was really into it at the beginning, and then the moment it becomes the thing. It's a really bad imitation of the thing, right? And it's, it's not that it's the fact that it's a bad imitation of the thing. It doesn't know what it wants to be, right? The movie's a mess. No, it's, it's disjointed, a complete it, it, mess. Yeah, if, if, I wouldn't wouldn't disagree. And so um, the effects do not hold up. Minus like, I think I think the matte paintings are amazing, are yeah. beautiful. And this is an era where we're we're. We're still using matte paintings, but we're getting to the point where we're moving away from the CG is terrible. The, yeah. C- the CGA is gone. It's, it's it's early, 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 early. Uh, early. It's like Andromeda. Oh hell, uh, it's like the lawnmower man. Like when the, yeah. the when she the the bad the the bad Jessica blows up in the in the um the arc of the, the shuttle flyer. Oh yeah, she just turns into oh it's terrible. Like yeah. I, why do you make think that's good? Yeah, how did you make oh just just put a wax skeleton it and melt it took with a, forever to render that too. Right, it's like why don't you just get a a wax skeleton and melted radio writers of the idea, right? right? It's the idea that we could do it with a computer, right? And it's like you're missing the point, right? Yeah. Um. So, uh, I like the makeup effects. Like, yeah. like, like when you see the inside of the robot, David is is awesome. Yeah. And you know all the screamers' props look great. Um, I like the screamer effects in the ground. Yeah, it's great. That stuff's great. That's but, a great practical. But once they jump up and they're the, the stop motion is, is, is the stop motion is good. It's just the um, the compositing. The compositing is, is terrible. Yeah. It's, it's just terrible. It's like they did a really good job of making that robot look good, and then they stuck it on a background. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we're running out of budget, budget or, or time. We're going to have to 
We're yeah, in, this is what we got. And so yeah. I think in the the reviews, that's what the reviews from 95 were slamming. Just like there was, yeah. it's a mess. And the, the even then we were like, the CGI is terrible. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, we just got PlayStation 1 and it's like, we thought PS1 was great, but this movie not so good. Yeah, it's definitely worse than PS1 graphics. But and but again, there's there's some saving graces I like. I like Jefferson. His character is interesting. He's this mm-hmm. kid who's, you know, he's a private first class out of the boot camp he's he's i'm going to be a hero all the way and this leads me up to this note so he has a walkman which makes so little sense that's okay the walkman doesn't make sense but he has a walkman and so the song that plays he plays is a song for this movie called hard luck solution and hard luck solution um, I'm gonna play a little bit for you. And it sounded awfully familiar to me. And then it dawned on me what it was. So I'm going to play a little more. Does it sound familiar? All I want to do... That song's not out yet, right? No, the song was out two years earlier, 94. Oh. So it's a, it's a sound-alike. Oh, yeah. That happens in the industry, sound-alikes like that. Maybe this move, maybe this song's about screamers. <laughs> maybe Cheryl Crow's song this entire time is about screamers. We've unfolded the conspiracy theory that she is a lizard, lizard person, draconian, and that Tom Hanks died and was part of Pizza Game. That was a minute to get to that bit, but I think that was real worth noting. It's Our good. solution. All I want to do is just like damn song. Yeah, that's funny. I literally, I heard it. I was like, and it didn't. I mean, I didn't. It didn't hesitate. It's definitely a sound. Right. Alike. It wasn't a hesitation. Yeah. I was like, is that all I want to do? And I'm yeah. like. Ghostbusters and I want to do drug. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe so. But you know, I don't think this one had a radio release, so it no. was okay. So, yeah. so yeah, there's that. <laughs> That's funny. I, I thought you would appreciate that, so uh, I, I will put uh, put those the full videos in the um, the show notes. But uh, I, and I watched a bunch of online reviews of this, and no one mentioned it. <laughs> so That's I was really like, funny. I was like, I I have something no one else has. Yeah, that's her unique one. That that that's for us. Um, would you like uh, some notes? Yes, please. Let's see. Trivia that up. Uh, the trivia wasn't very much on this. No, it's uh, probably not. No, so, I mean, I, a lot of that stuff I mentioned about, you know, how there was a script change and an alternate ending. And, um, <laughs> there was one note. So Entertainment, Entertainment Tonight, when it was a thing, came to the set and did interviews. Weird. And, and, and so Peter Weller is notoriously private. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, incredibly private. I looked for this clip so, and I couldn't find it, and I wish someone would put it out. But they ask him about his character. So tell us about your character for this movie. And he says, well, you know, he's a guy who shows up, uh, says his lines, and then goes home. Oh, snap. He didn't do any more press for the film. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's how you get out of it. <laughs> yeah. And so he was just like, yeah, he just shows up, says his lines, and go home. Oh, <laughs> that's a dick move, man. That's when you know, as a producer, the actor is not invested in your in your. Obviously, and he work, if he worked on the script, you figured he's invested, but he's not. He, nah, he just wants to. It kind of looks like he phones it, especially toward it, like so. It it's almost like two complete movies. That's what I mean. And it's just it, like so. It falls apart the back half, like literally. And then it just speeds up. The movie just speeds up. Yeah, because they have to catch. They, I think they forget. Like, oh crap! This is not an adventure tale. We have to right. put some action in this. So uh, the budget of this film, what do you think? Uh, four million. Twenty million is the budget. God bless. Uh, how much did it make worldwide? Uh, worldwide, in its opening. Uh, well, total, just total. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, twenty-eight mil. 
five million seven hundred. Well, I was way off by twenty three. Six hundred ninety five dollars. That's not just a flop; it's a super flop. Uh, opening weekend, uh, modest. Uh, opening weekend was uh, January twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six, for the U S. Uh, a modest two point nine million. So it made almost half its, uh, over half its, <laughs> worldwide. Budget. It, it it was only in theaters in the United States for two weeks. Yeah, and they two it, weeks and they pulled it. But it made two million in two weeks. Yeah, and then they pulled it. You know. So, but <laughs> here's here's why they pulled it. In the top ten, where does it fall? Of opening weekend, ten, close nine. The top five movies of 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 that weekend were Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh God. Um, Bed of Roses. Good grief. With Christian Slater. Yeah. Uh, From Dust Till Dawn, which was the previous week's number one, I found out. So it was number one, and then Mr. Holland pretty quick. And Mr. Mr. Holland came open. in and was like, "Well, no, Mr. Holland's Opus came back because it had yeah. been released like three weeks earlier." Twelve Monkeys. Oh, Oscar noms. That's why yeah. Mr. Holland's yeah. popped back up. Yeah, and then uh, Eye for an Eye, and then so, how do you think it finished in the in the year? It didn't. There's no way it's top 100 rank. So no, but I will give you top 200. Ooh, 152. Oh, look how close you are. 155. I'll count that as a winner. All right. Can, can you, you name it? the top five movies of 1996? No. Titanic. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I. You know. I know. I don't know when it. Gross Point Blank came out Ti- in 96. Ti- uh, Titanic would be 97. So. Wow. I have no idea. Ready? Snatch? No. I don't think Snatch is top five of anything. Yeah. Um, like maybe top five Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of five. <laughs> right. It's a good movie. But, I, mean, I like Snatch a lot, but it's a good thing. But anyway, number one, Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Number two, Twister. Ugh. Number, which I've never seen. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Steph's with us in the background. She doesn't like it either. It's dumb. Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, the original one, yep. yeah. The Rock. Ooh, these are all good movies. The Nutty Professor. Also a good movie. Not a bad movie. So. Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. So, 96 was a pretty good year. I was working at Suncoast Video. That, Were you? Yeah, so, in 96. Probably JD was too. Yeah. Those are all movies that uh, that I remember being able to, some of those being able to watch. Because you could watch certain movies, you could turn them on after a certain time. Like during the day, we were only allowed to watch PG movies. Right. So I just had Space Jam on repeat. Which at one point I could quote every line from Space Jam. I love the hell out of that movie to this day. Never seen it. Bill Murray is in it, and he's Goldmine. He's like the best character. They just in the did whole on How Does Get Made a couple weeks ago, and so it was funny. I love it. And then after that, it was uh, it was either uh, Clueless, yep, uh, one of the Mission Impossible, which was kind of weird because it was just too dense. Um, but it was those kind of things that we throw in there. I like I've I've only seen the first two Mission Impossible. I've not seen the rest of them. You don't need to see. Well, the first one's fantastic. Mission Impossible Two is garbage water. Mission Impossible Three. I like 3, I like two. The John Woo. It's yeah, the, the, the action's fun. And the story makes no damn sense, but I liked it. Mission Impossible Three is my favorite, which is which it's is JJ's first one, right? JJ's first one, right? Because he does um, the next two, and then it's and then after that you get into Brad Bird and all those all right. like the random people, right? But Mission Impossible, the one before Henry Cavill's mustache. That one's phenomenal. It has some of the best scenes in it. Speaking of Mission Impossible, here they're sending Tom Cruise to the International Space Station. Yes, so he can do a whole movie up there. <laughs> so he can do a, a movie up in the ISS. So that's crazy. No, it's so he can meet Xanadu or Zardox <laughs> or whatever his name is. Xenu. Xenu, his god. Xenu. I mean, if you got a chance to meet your god, I'd be like, all right, Floney. <laughs> <laughs> Way to shoehorn that one in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. we just did the Star Wars podcast beforehand. Yep. But uh, so, yeah. Um, I think Screamers is worth watching. I, it's, it, it was. It was. If, if it's you, a historical data. Uh, it's, 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 it's a cult film. It definitely is a cult film. And yeah. it's, got a, it's got a fan base. It's got a fan base that made enough aftermarket money for, I think it's Sony, who put the sequel out. And 14 years later, they were like, yeah, here's some money. We'll make a cheap sequel. And yeah. The cheap sequel, that I haven't seen it, but I know the you know the end of the movie, um, Peter Weller goes off into you know, space, but he kills himself on, the, on re-entry when he finds out that the... Teddy bear's evil, and so he's trying to. Yeah, you know, he, he burns himself up so the teddy bear doesn't. Oh, interesting. Go to Earth. But guess what? That didn't happen because you know yeah. it's a movie. Yeah. So, uh, I, I it's. It's, it's half a good movie, a, a ton of terrible practical effects. Yep. And and then a god awful ending. So it's like. So it's it's uh, I. But here's the thing. I enjoyed it. 
that's fine. I, I, yeah, like what I'm saying is, is it was so bad in spots. I was like, <laughs> I laughed in other spots. I was like, that's not a bad I, idea. I would, I would watch it. I would watch this before I would watch Nemesis again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I would watch this. I like. Um, is it No Escape we watched? Yeah. I like No Escape better than No this. Escape's a way better movie. Way better movie. And it's way you know, better it's movie. It's similar kind of premise. Instead of prison, I mean, he's still yeah. stuck on a plane. Yeah. I mean, it's similar. No similar, Escape is a. But I, it's a no, I think it's No Escape does this better, but Screamers as the cool robots. Yeah. The cool, cool yeah. killer robots. Yeah. Which could have been better. No Escape has less sci fi than, than I, this. If, if, if I think. How would you make this better? That's what I was trying to get to. I think I would have made it more of a more of a horror film from the very beginning, which is the biggest thing about it is that you, you've got to just get into the to the horror side of things very quickly. And I think I would have made an isolation piece where they're stuck in one single location. Uh, I would have actually made it lower budget so that you weren't trying to shoehorn in the money. Right. Um, and I think it would have been you could have literally made it with ones and twos. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they're 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 just dealing with regular screamers, and then they reveal the two, and you have the whole scenario of yeah, that unfolding. You, you, I don't want the robot falling in love with him. I think that's dumb as crap. I I I think the misstep in this is to to push up the sci-fi and drop the horror. Yeah, this is a horror film. Yeah, and because Philip K. Dick isn't a horror writer, right? They went sci-fi, and I yeah. I understand, but that's the misstep. Or <laughs> the screamers are completely. If you go the other direction, the screamers are completely background, and it's a. It's a science fiction political thriller right. the entire time through. Right. I, I would me I'd make it like What's all I'd, quiet on the western I'd, front. I'd bloom bloom my house the hell out of this and make yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'd make a that's, cheap that's horror what I think is the best, yeah. You know, put some, you know, hot young people in the in there yep. and just cut them up with these screamers. I mean that's yep. that's what it, what it is. Yep. And Which, by the gonna, way, I need remind me to tell you about what is the what's the what's Jordan Peele's first movie called? Get Out? Yep. So I was watching Mystery Science Theater this morning. Uh-huh. And there's a movie called Atomic Brain. That is the plot of Get Out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. From 1961. So it's just interesting to me. There's nothing original. There is no, nothing no. ever. So it's literally the same story about rich people, except they weren't using race in that case. They were just using, but it's literally the same story. It's bizarre. Cool. Anyway, I'm not sure. Have you watched anything? Uh, have you been? Have you watched anything interesting or culty? No, or you know, we, I watched COVID? Screamers of my own volition. It was not an assignment. Right. <laughs> I just freed But like during, during this, have you watched? I watched, uh, uh, yeah, I watched, uh, I watched, Extraction, yeah, which I haven't still seen. Which I freaking loved every second of, and it is to me a callback for that these movies that Mm -hmm. that I grew up loving. Um, I went through and started watching uh, Altered Carbon, and I didn't think I was going to like it, and I fell in love with Mm -hmm. it. Um, So, which is hokey Mm -hmm. sci-fi, and I've just been digging. I haven't gone back as much as I thought I was going. I've watched Scrubs. I got hooked on the stupid Scrubs podcast. Yeah, me too. Watch the same thing. Yeah, watching Scrubs. I can't stop myself, and and it's like candy for me. Just I can just sit there and eat it. I never get full. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, I um, I've Shutter. So I've watched some interesting horror stuff on Shutter. There's a film called Haunt that is. I have I have issue with a. I issue. I have issue with modern horror. Yeah. I I like. I grew up on horror films, and there's a there's a point where I like. The mystery and the fun and the action and stuff in the horror films of the eighties are, are kind of lost. Right. In today, so it was like, does a traditional like a Michael Myers slasher or Jason slasher movie work today? And I'm yep. not sure if it does or no one's cracked the the code. Uh, even I'm not a fan of the new Halloweens because I just don't think it's. No, nah, they're too visceral for me. They don't. They don't. There's there's not a. Um, there's not a campiness to it that I need. There's not a... What's the word I'm looking for? But yeah, I'm with you. I understand what your no, point is. No, to me, my, my problem with the Halloween films is that they're 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 not movies. They're, hey, we're making a Halloween movie. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. It's the idea that we've made this movie yeah. that you're going to watch, not the fact that we're yeah. doing art to making art. Like, Halloween was a movie, they, yeah. and they made... And even the sequels have some story to them. These are just like... Well, that's questionable in well, some cases, but... You know, I uh, like Halloween one, and that's it. Oh, like, like I'm not. I know you love like, the weird one, like, the third one. Or no, I like four and five. Four and five. Yeah, yeah I like the third. Yeah, I, I love the, the first. The first one. one's fantastic. It's a yeah. great movie, and but it's like Night of the Living Dead for me. Right after a while, like once the foundation has been laid of these concepts that break ground in horror, right. and maybe that's what you're struggling right. with. Is everything after that is a step and repeat model? All right, and I'm just and and we had a little bit of interest, like like when Saw and then hit a, the torture porn stuff hit. Some of that's interesting. But even I, I like the Saw series until they get to the to like it's Jigsaw versus the insurance companies. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's, it's like they, they, but the the idea and the concept are, are there, and 
you know, look, it's like Scream. Right. The first Scream is still the most. I can feel it in my spine right. when she dies, and then Scream Two. I felt that that was fantastic. Right. But the first two, right. but primarily the first Scream, was brilliantly right. executed. Right. I just don't think we've have we had our like. I, I know people like a Quiet Place. Yeah, but it's but not. It's still it's, not, it's the, not same. the same to me. To, right. to, Quiet Place falls apart in lots of places. Oh man, it's terrible. Like it's so. That's I why know. I don't know how they're making a sequel. But I'm watching Haunt, and Haunt is six college kids going to an extreme haunted house, and things go wrong. Oh yeah, somebody told me. Maybe it was you that told me. Somebody else, maybe Sarah. Somebody was talking about it, this. It's not. It's yeah. there is nothing new. Yep. But it's okay with this. Yeah. It makes it work. Yeah. Especially when you get the reveal of like who's doing it. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. And then it ends on an interesting note. And so I, was, I like Haunt. Um, my favorite one I've watched recently is called Blood Quotent, Quotient. Uh, Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum. And look, I, you'll understand why I love this film. Yeah. Because it's 100%. I'm so pissed off that I didn't make it. Yeah. It's a Canadian film. Yeah. It's about Canadian Native Americans. Okay. So First Nation tribes people. Yeah. Right, right there. Who... Uh, get involved in a zombie apocalypse and find out they're immune to the bite because of their blood. Oh, snap, that's genius. Right, so all the white people are just getting turned into zombies and they're getting bit. Like, they can still die, you know, from the bites and stuff. Yeah. But they don't get turned. That's freaking genius. <laughs> so it becomes this walking... It's it's Canadian Walking Dead yeah. with First Nation Indians. And it's just like, oh my God. And it's amazing. It's on Shudder and it's um, uh, fantastic. And it's a film or a it's, series? A film. It's, oh, so yeah. it should have been a series. It may be yeah. eventually, but it's like... It's straight up cool as hell. Wow. And it starts off with like the fish in the water you know, are, are undead and they're like, well, that's peculiar, hey? <laughs> oh my God, that's fantastic. It's very Canadian. It's yeah. very, so, and They then, apologize for the apocalypse the whole way through. And then it's like, and then they, they do... They do this in an interesting way that I've not seen many apocalypse films do it. They show the, you know, most of them will show you the origin, and the next film is, if they get a the next film, is the aftermath. Yeah. They do the origin for like 20 minutes. And then they deal with it the first night, and then they go six months later, and this is what we built, or a year later, or whatever, and this oh, is what wow. we built. And the rest of the film is, you know, them hold up and have escape plans, and there's one kid who's got like a, he's on the poster, he's got a mask and a cool ass like scythe he's made to chop off zombie heads and stuff. It's low budget, but fun. Yeah. And it's, you know, and again, being Native American, it's, it's, it's cool to see us doing be the good guys be the good guys yeah. and be and be awesome and like yeah. and, and we're not i mean we're good guys they're you know we're the good guys in there but we're not the greatest guys which is you know we're not the white knights in this and it's yeah. it's like hey we're surviving and like when the other white like when other white survivors come over and they're like yeah we're not sure if we're gonna let you in yeah there's, all pro- there's a whole process and it's 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 brilliantly done yeah and so but you know low budget uh, blood you know, quantum blood quantum yeah yeah Highly recommend it. It's my one of my new jams. All right, all right. I'll so, throw it on my list. Throw it on the list. It's 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 fun. It's yeah. just a great. And I'm just kicking myself. I mean, in fact, it's made me go back and relook at some things that I've done. Is like, does this character really need to be X? Why why couldn't it be a native character? Why can't I yeah. go back and look at my own people? And because yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's smart. Yeah, I think so, that's, that's what you want, right? So I think that's what's, what's happening. That's what sci-fi so, is supposed to do. I think it's great. So that's what I've been watching. I highly, if you get a chance to see it, it's on Shutter. And if you don't have Shutter, I found out I was paying for Shutter twice. And what? So I had Shutter on Amazon uh, Prime because you can buy the channel, and I had that first. And then Joe Bob Briggs does a live show on it, and I wanted to watch the live show, which is not on Amazon. So some months ago, I went for the Halloween one because he was doing Halloween one, four, and five. And uh, so I bought Shutter on the website so I could watch the live one on the website yeah. and forgot about it. Oh, and they're billing you twice. And so they're billing me twice. I didn't know that. And so I, I would like on my bill would say Shutter, and I'm like, oh, that's Amazon Prime charging me and not thinking about it. Yeah. And so Joe Bob's new show comes out. He's got another uh, show coming out. And so I was like, oh, I want to watch the live one. And so I will cancel the channel and just get it on the website. And I looked and I was like, I went to sign in for the website to, to sign up. And it was like, oh, you've been already signed up. And I checked and they've been billing me for the last oh, six months. Nuts. <laughs> oh, nuts. Then no head. So, oh, well. So, so I have shut it off. I'm, I ain't worried about it. It's just, it's only, it's like four, it's cheap. Yeah. I wish there was, I'm getting really into um, old school 60s and 70s martial arts films, like yeah. Hong Kong, like the bad dub stuff. Yep. And I would, there needs to be a, a good channel for oh, that. Oh, I'd love there's an action channel. I'd be the happiest guy ever. Watch old, the, the, the equivalent of Shudder, but for action stuff yeah, would be just, a dream. Just give me old yeah. 70s yeah. Hong Kong. I'll take all of that, that stuff. stuff. I want to watch yeah. that. I mean, just, I, it's something that used to not interest me. 
But uh, the other thing I will recommend on Shudder is Shudder has a, sh- a, f- a series called Cursed Films, and they talk about um, the curses behind certain movies, Poltergeist. Oh, cool. Um, the one on The Crow is phenomenal. Oh, nice. They, they talk about Brendan Lee and the whole, the whole yeah. thing. That's what's got me on the martial arts kick. Um, the Twilight Zone one yep. is holy shit. Yeah. They show the footage. Oh, the helicopter. They, they show the house. So if you don't know about uh, the in Twilight Zone, was a movie that came out in '82 and is an anthology se- series of just different directors doing different things. And John Landis has did this one about this racist guy having his comeuppance and going through different. You know, he ends up he ends up uh, fighting the KKK and he's in Vietnam and they, but everyone who perceives him as whatever race he's supposed to be at the time. So in Alabama, he's a black guy being chased by the KKK. Vietnam, he's part of the Viet Cong or whatever. Yep. Anyway, there's a scene in that where. Um, the star is trying to rescue two village children over this helicopter uh, uh, fly, as a fly, helicopter flyby and all these explosions. Well, the explosions rock the helicopter and crash the helicopter onto the actors decapitating all three of them. Yeah. And so you don't see the decapitation, but you see the, it hits. I mean, you see the, they show the crash and it's just like, I mean, from the camera angle and it's just like, oh, never seen that. And that's so it's, yeah, that's crazy. But that that whole series is good. The first episode is The Exorcist, and of course, The Exorcist has a whole bunch of stuff to it. My only problem with that is that they show a real exorcist guy yeah. who's clearly a con man. Yeah. Clearly a con, and he's conning these poor people, and I just felt so bad. Yeah. Like, like just as someone who's a human being, right? Yeah, It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like well, why yeah. give that guy a platform? Yeah. Why, why, why do that? It's why, the same way with all the dumb psychic shows. Right, it's the same why, thing. Yeah. Why give that guy a platform, so... Shutter's got some good stuff on it. Go, so go get a shutter. There you go. So uh, we'll uh, pick a movie next time. Yep. Something. Yeah, I think it's your turn. I had a couple I wanted to do, and I just got I got to figure out which would show which fiz, what video. Stephanie wants to do Cyborg. When you yeah, but we kind of. Here's the only problem I have with Cyborg, and I'm with you. Is it's the same guy that made Nemesis? Right. So I mean, I don't mind doing Are we Cyborg. Giving that guy a platform. Uh, no, it's, I, Cyborg's better than Nemesis. I'd rather do Cyborg. Cyborg's way better than Nemesis. Okay, so we'll have Steph on next week. Next time we'll do we'll do Cyborg. Sorry, done. We'll, we'll do Cyborg. So Cyborg. If we can find it, I think it's available. Okay. I Just caveat: it, we never know with these, some of these movies. Some of some of these are So we'll do Cyborg. This is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Go us out. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.